here with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button or whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds. Great comment. All greatly appreciated. So we are discussing The Recruit. It's the first season. It dropped on Netflix towards the end of December. So like a couple weeks ago. Um, so now we're discussing it. If, if you are new, this is not your normal recap show. I am going to only talk about the things that I thought were the most exciting, but I do want to hear from you all about what parts of the show you enjoyed the most and all of that good stuff. But we'll talk about it again at the end. There will be spoilers. So if you have not watched the show, this is your time to stop and come back after you do. So the Recruit, uh, which starred Noah Centineo, um, who I'm actually very familiar with. I'm sure a lot of, if you listen to a good chunk of my podcast, then you've probably heard me talk about him before. Um, all the boys I loved before, there was an action something. I feel like I just saw him in, oh, it was the one with The Rock, Dwayne. Johnson. Oh, Black Adam. There we go. It's like, it's gonna come. It's gonna come. Also like rom com type stuff that he's also done on Netflix out as well. Uh, as far as his range of things that he's been in, I feel like for the most part, they're kind of like similar in a way, at least from the things that I've seen. He's like the love interest. He's There's some like comedic undertones going on with his characters. Also, um, comedic undertones in Black Adam, although I have not <laughs> discussed Black Adam on this podcast, um, but in that he was like more comedic than like action-y, um, and then now I'm looking at his like credits, and he, I think I said this from to all the boys, but he's also from The Fosters, which I did not watch, which was on Freeform, and I know that's more of a like drama based show so and I feel like every time I saw the previews for that it just seemed like a lot was going on so I mean take it for what you will I usually am like okay I enjoy it can't really complain also FYI overall I did enjoy the show um but if you've listened to anything else I've talked about then you know that I'm going to have some strong opinions about Owen in general <laughs> that's neither here nor there who else is in this everyone else for the most part I wasn't really too familiar with they were all kind of like newish except for David Denman I feel like I saw him I've seen him in something or some things before but everyone else and also um Bondi Curtis Hall I've seen him in stuff before too but yeah, everyone else, pretty much fresh-faced for me. So The Recruit was eight episodes. Um, every episode was titled with an acronym. And at some point, I think episode two is when I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I knew going in that the acronym stood for something. But in episode one, I completely missed it. I don't know what it was supposed to be. Um, and, but episode two was like very evident, like that was the acronym for episode two, NLTSYP, never let them see you pucker. So after that, I was like, okay, I feel like these are going to be weird. 
not really like I mean I guess they're valid but I'm also probably just gonna miss it so I after that I was just like okay if I catch it I catch it if I don't I don't I don't think I caught any of the other ones but episode 8 WTF IOH well WTF was already like who the fuck <laughs> and then so because I knew that once he said who the fuck is Owen Hendrick that was like okay that's the title so that's about as far as I went with the um acronyms for the episodes but eight episodes we start off two weeks earlier um this all spans two weeks and I found myself multiple times throughout watching this being like oh my gosh this is only two weeks it felt like the longest two weeks in life and I was just watching it because of all the traveling back and forth it was hard to keep track of how many days have passed and it was just like oh my gosh like I'm exhausted watching Owen so I can only imagine how exhausted he must feel like he looked like he was put through the wire literally just starting off uh in the CIA and um already he's getting like all this desk work and it's like immediately we can tell he's like a go-getter and all of that and so the and also he's like a lawyer in the CIA and I don't know what I, I mean clearly I'm not in the CIA <laughs> I'm not any type of like agency like that um but I don't know how accurate or close this is uh to like how the CIA actually operates because like I'm assuming they operate in a very um like succinct like high level classified type of a way but I don't know why I would why I would not think that the CIA would have like lawyers working for them maybe other people thought that but I don't know I did it so um I thought that that was an interesting angle but also it's kind of like we got some of we learned his backstory like through his um relationships or not relationships well kind of his relationships and the things that he told other people he's very like has no filter he is very um I wrote it down he is very, let's go, I'm going to find it. I, I wrote, he's naive. Um, he's an overshare. There we go. He's very much an overshare. Um, and me personally, like not even talking about the show, me personally, I am not an overshare, but I've, for some reason, people want to tell me like their life stories. <laughs> so like I can understand that. But, like, at some point, now we're talking about the show, you got to read the room. Like, you can't just go up to every single person and just tell them every single thing, especially in the position that you're in. Um, because that can put you in, like, a situation you may not be able to get out of. Granted, this is a TV show, so, like, if this was real life, Owen probably would have died in, like, the first episode. Because why is your first thought, like to go travel outside of the country to a dangerous territory uh, looking for information. Like that's always his first thought is to put himself immediately in danger versus like 
trying to figure out a way to get the information he needs without having to physically put himself in the line of danger. Even the episode when he went to, I don't know if I wrote it down, um, but when he went to the one Vienna, there we go. When he went to Vienna and they're like, clearly all these people are staring at you. <laughs> So you've kind of been like outed a little bit. And then when he's um, being chased by the two uh, assassins, we'll call them. And then he's going to go back to his hotel. It's like they are, they one, they were there the night that you arrived. Two, you can't go back to your hotel because they know that's where you were staying. It was just like some of the decisions he was making, it's like only so much you can be like, Oh, he's new. He doesn't know. And he wasn't getting a lot of help. Um, if we're being completely honest, because there was like this weird dynamic going on between um Violet, Lester, and Owen, because Violet and Lester have been there for a while. I have a lot of thoughts about that. I mean, like clearly Violet is into Lester, like more so in like a romantic way. And like I think he is too, but he's like gave her an excuse of why he doesn't act on it. Um, but then also, welcome if you're new, we jump around. <laughs> but also, we eventually get back to the main point. But also that point where is after um, Owen and Lester go on their trip together where Owen ends up helping him get the guy to sign um, the papers and they come back. And so, like, there's a little bit of rapport there. There's, like, a little bit more, like, chill, kind of, like, not a friendship, but, like, more of a, okay, lines of communication are open. You help me out. Maybe I'll help you out type of a thing. And, like, clearly Violet feels, like, sidelined a little bit. Um, and you have to look at it from all perspectives because they've been there for however long. That Like, Violet, I think she's been there for, like, a year. And then Lester, maybe a little bit longer because I think I believe he said he went into like that new lawyer position before she did and she eventually followed because they were both in the field um but I mean they're like oh you're thinking of people who's like also like why would you want to be a CIA lawyer when you could be like a CIA agent if like you're into like the actiony things which is kind of like the question you asked about Owen because it's like You've been trying to die all season, so you probably shouldn't have been a lawyer. But um, they find themselves, Lester and Violet, like trying to bring it back around. <laughs> Where it's kind of like you have this person who comes in and they're younger, maybe a little fresher. It seems like they're getting all the great cases while you're sitting around pretty much like trying to sabotage them. And so in a way, when Lester and Owen comes back and then Violet's kind of like feeling a little bit like out of place because clearly like whatever happened on their trip, like they're a little bit closer than they were before they left. And so this is how I viewed what she said, where she was like, I want a challenge and I want to be able to like do something exciting. I do not think, and I don't think anyone else watching thought that Owen giving her that um, AI case Granted, also, he's new. He probably doesn't even really know. Every single thing that he's taken on, everyone has been like, um, specifically, 
uh, Janice, 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 I don't know how his first name is said, Ferber, <laughs> the panicky lawyer who was like trying to stay awake and then they like finally <laughs> that was funny that was funny but um every single thing he bought to him he's like you don't want it you should dump it like abort abort avoid it and so like for him to then give her the ai case when every single thing that's come across his desk has been like oh you shouldn't do it abort I don't think he was coming from a bad place. I think he was genuinely trying to give, because he did not have time, was trying to give her what she wanted, which was something exciting. But she took it the whole wrong way. So I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. But anyway, okay, we got to talk about Owen and freaking Max, because that whole dynamic was very irritating because Owen is so naive and Max is, 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 realizes he's naive, there were just so many different instances where he could have said no to her. And it was just so frustrating watching him just inch by inch give in. Every single time she approached him, whether it's for like to do something for her, for sex or anything, I was like, Owen, your immediate answer to anything that she asks you to do should be no. Immediately. <laughs> like, don't even think about it. No hesitation needed. Immediate no. I literally wrote that in my notes. Every response to her should be no. <laughs> but of course it wasn't. And so because he can't say no to her and because he kind of has this like, it's, I think it's a few things. It's, I don't want to say it's all a savior complex, but I think he wants to, he he needs to have like this drive to like be in, be driven by danger. Like he likes to be in dangerous situations, which he did say um, was the case. He likes to be in control a little bit, clearly because he literally went to every single place that he did not need to go to to stay in control of the case he's naive so there's a little bit of that there and he also is a little bit like a self-sabotage thing in a way like I don't know how I don't know I don't know what it is but like you kind of see it in his relationship um between him and Hannah and even his friendship between him and Terrence um because like he's a shitty friend <laughs> Like, looking at it, like, full picture. Owen is a shitty friend, but they've known him for so long, like, that they already know what to expect from him. So I guess you, that's, like, the signs of a good friendship, but they already know um, you're not shit, and they're still going to be there for you in the time when you need them the most, which we're going to get to them following Owen because, oh, my gosh, that made me so mad. <laughs> Um, so there's a little bit of that. So like all that back and forth is very frustrating, uh, to watch. And I'm just like, oh, you should be, it should be no, it should be no, it should be no. Um, Owen, I mean, clearly it's hard to be like, because he, he is young. You all know I'm an advocate for like, if you're young, explore all your options on all of that. But I think if you're going to also do that, because I'm an advocate for like, do like take advantage of being young and like respectfully (laughs) 
explore, but like, you don't have to be an asshole about it and like blatantly lie to your friends about it. And so I just think like the dynamic between him and Hannah and like the lying with the girls and all that when there's clearly something still a little bit, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just always like open communication. We should talk these things out because I feel like it just eliminates there being like, <laughs> it eliminates there being miscommunication or um, feelings being hurt if you just blatantly talk it out, which they should have done. But of course they don't because we get all the way to the end and it's a shit show. So who knows what's going to happen in season two if we get it. But we're almost there. So we have that. But this whole time, Max is like, oh, I have a daughter. I have a daughter. I have a daughter. And in my mind, and I'm sure in many viewers' minds, we're thinking like the daughter died young. But we are introduced to this woman who approaches Owen at the bar when they're like, trying to get um, Max back into the CIA as a um, source. And so the only way to do that is like to get her back home to Russia. And so um, she, they're like doing this whole plan. Of course it does go to plan because Owen can't do anything right. Because the time zone's mixed up. So she's not able to get the money. Because there's a freeze on her account. But before that even happens. The night before. Because for some reason they can't have. I mean I know why they can't have separate rooms. Um, but like it was inevitable that they were going to sleep together. Like we knew that that's what it was leading up to. I wish he had a little bit more resolve. But you know it is what it is. Um, but uh, the night before. He's approached by this girl at the bar. And. Essentially, she's just like, oh, like I'm a student or whatever. Like clearly, it was sus suspicious. But Owen being Owen, he's like, oh, like, oh, I know what this is. You're trying to do, like, just literally just giving her too much information that she probably doesn't need. And so I was like, okay, whatever. That's weird. She's probably there to, like, kill Max because there are, would be people who want to, her dead and not for her to come back uh, home. But then there was a scene after they couldn't get the money and she goes to talk to the guy um, about like how she can get back if she gives him um, the information that uh, Xander slept with his wife then like that would be her ticket back into being able to get home. We saw that girl like over like listening in. I was like, okay, this is weird. Like what is going on? She, and she seemed very like emotionally connected. Whereas when we first meet her with Ona, it's like, okay, whatever. She may be like an assassin, <laughs> like whatever. But in that scene, it's like, okay, wait, there's oh, something a little bit more going on here. And then the like, could this be her daughter? I'm, I kid you not. That popped in my head. And I was like, okay, but I don't know. Because it's hard to tell how old Max is. Like, would she have a child who's about the same age as Owen? 
which is also like what we find out that it is her daughter. Um, it's revealed because she snatches Owen in the end um, and then kills her mom. <laughs> it's like, wouldn't want to be part of that family. But um, it's just like the levels of just head, <laughs> head games, head trauma, like therapy you probably she you probably needed in this situation because it's just like I don't know it's very weird like one we're all assuming your daughter died as like a toddler we it's also unclear really how old you are but then also like you your daughter is still alive and she's literally the same age as this agent who you've been taking advantage of <laughs> like okay um the one thing I did like, though, is Amelia. I thought she was an interesting character. She knew what she wanted. She's very adult. Like, she would help Owen, but, like, she knew how to set boundaries, how to cut him off. And she was kind of there, like, helping him in a way when no one else was really helping him. But I thought it was funny because uh, she says to him, like, because they have, like, this whole, like, thing going on. It's not, like, serious. Because she's like, I don't want anything serious. Um, but she finally cuts it off with him. And um, she was like, she slightly read him. Because she was like, oh, stumbled through serious stuff. And she was like, you stumbled through serious stuff and hope that it works out well. Uh, that's 220 something for me. Dating some wild card who doesn't know what tomorrow holds. <laughs> like, dang. <laughs> but then it was so true. <laughs> I was like, it was brutal, but I was like, he probably need to hear that. But I mean, I feel like it went in one ear and out the other because he continued on uh, living his life. But also, because I'm looking at my notes and right above that, I, I put, he's going to die from anxiety. This poor boy, I don't even want to call him a poor boy because he put himself in these situations. But he was literally going to die from having panic attacks uh, and literally still could not say no or be like okay maybe I need to step back or let someone else step in because this is not good for my health and he continued to plunge through it um and then when he like came to Ferber and was like I think I'm having an anxiety attack or something like that and Ferber was like oh that's normal <laughs> was like that should not be normal also you probably need to get another job because you're gonna die from either anxiety or like you're gonna have a heart attack so not a good not a good like work-life balance at all um let's see they went to Geneva we get a little backstory between Hannah and Owen we know they used to date and then they broke up because he cheated on her or so she thought and so when he goes to Geneva and um, she's like, oh, something is going on with Owen. I can't reach him. I don't know what to do. Oh, I know. Let's go hop on a plane and go to Geneva. When she said that, I was like, what the fuck do you think that you all can do that the CIA cannot? Like, I don't understand. This is where it started to to lose the plot for me. Because I was just like, this is just not realistic. And even her mom being like, oh, you need to come home right now. And you need to cut Owen off. 
and she sends freaking Terrence on his way and she decides to stay. I'm just like, do you want to die? Like, I don't understand all these kids just being like, oh, I'm going to put myself in these horrid situations that I may not be able to get out of. Literally made no sense to me. Um, but then let's see. <laughs> and I was so eight when she got that text and um they're like they tell her that Owen is in Prague and I was like first of all who sent the text and then why would you go to Prague and then I wrote you have you really have been stupid <laughs> or maybe I said that about freaking Owen because he was also being stupid too but also the fact that um, when Max gave him that gift of the watch and it was just like of every single thing that has happened throughout since you met her, you would not think that there wouldn't be a tracker in, in the watch. Like, why would that not cross your mind? And so we get to the point where, um, freaking Owen's like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like, it's time to get out. He's like, he sees Hannah. He's like, meet me or whatever. He's going to meet her. And he gets, first we see Max get snatched because she was given a location to Don, who we didn't really talk about, who's also slightly crazy. I don't know. I mean, I know it's a show. And again, I don't know how much they pull from the real world, but it's like, I mean, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if there were really people out there like this in these agencies. I don't know. But like, it just seemed like she was just so extreme. But anyway, Max was like, oh yeah, um, well, the only thing we do is take him out. Uh, we need to take Owen out. We need to clean up because he knows too much. And so she's like, oh, I'm tracking his watch. But then Max gets snatched up. Then Owen gets snatched up. We find out they were snatched up by her daughter, which up looks like she's still alive. And then her daughter literally kills her. And Owen is like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. And that's where we end it. So <laughs> the recruit was a very interesting show. Indeed, we do not know if we're getting a second season. I don't know if I have the wits about me to go through a second season because it was like, it was a wild ride. It was a wild ride. I think I watched this in two sittings. Um, I think I started it like one day, watched a couple episodes and then finished them the following day. It was either two or three, but I think it was two. But overall, overall it was enjoyable <laughs> for all the faults that it may have had like character wise. Um, I think that the characters are like, they come off charming and in a way that you want to, even though you're like, oh my gosh, you're an idiot. You still want to root for them um, way. So there was that. But also we don't have a second season, but I think the second season would have to answer the question of what happened between um, Max and her daughter. Uh, what happens with Owen? How does he get himself out of this situation? I mean, if he still has a watch one, he could be tracked by um, Don or Gilbane um, and potentially rescued. But then like, what would the story be? Would there be a time jump? I feel like there needs to be a time jump because that was a lot packed into two weeks. 
that I feel like we need a little bit of breathing room and there need to be some repercussions for all of his actions for those first two weeks. Because, like, you can't just be out here doing whatever and then not expect there not to be consequences. You all know I love me some consequences. So, <laughs> uh, let me look at my takeaways to make sure there's not anything that I'm missing. I wrote, it's so frustrating how freaking stupid he is. It really was. Talking about Owen. Uh, oh, I said, I don't know if I can do another season, season of this. He barely survived two weeks. <laughs> and then I said, can we talk about Max? Like, was there some mommy complex she was having because she was semi-replacing? Oh, yes. I didn't even talk about this. I kind of mentioned it where it's like, weird not weird but like she has his daughter out there that's alive that we all think is dead who's like the same age as Owen who she's like stringing along and like pretty much taken advantage of but then also there's like another side of it where it's like is there like some like mommy complex where that she's having because she semi replaced her not dead daughter with Owen um, because like clearly there's like some maternal something there. Like she clearly t cares about him in some way where it's just not physical or it's just not like sexual. Like there's something else there. So it's very weird. I don't know if I'm the only one who was picking up on that. Let me know. But <laughs> I think that's where I'm going to leave for the recruit. <laughs> I feel like that was a little bit all over the place, but you know, that's just how I felt watching it to be completely honest. So. I want to know what you all thought about the recruit. Do you want to see a season two? What do you think happens in season two? Let me know all the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently Benjamin on Instagram and at currently on Twitter. Also hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and I'll talk to you in the next one.